You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And growth is what it's all about here at Mobile Presence. It's either growing your app, growing your audience, growing engagement metrics. It's all about that, and it's all here for you. And this is one of those series, one of those episodes rather in the series, where we get the inside track on how you can grow your app from the UA experts because this is their daily job. They are amazing at it as well, which is why they have achieved success that has earned them the title of Mobile Hero as chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. So we, I will get to our mobile hero today. Uh, really pleased because we're going to look at a different topic entirely. We have Erica Carter. She's an accomplished mobile marketer, of course, a mobile hero as well. Worked at companies including Ibotta. Erica, great to have you on your show on the show today. And of course, your first time on a podcast as well. So great to have you. Yeah, thank you so much. Honored to be here and super excited. And I'm super excited to hear about the topic, but first I want to get our listeners to understand, you know, where you're coming from, because um, we're going to be talking, listeners, about affiliate marketing, and um, I think that goes back a lot to basically what you've been doing in mobile marketing up to this point. I mean, you've been at Ibotta, you've been interested in making deals, but making deals valuable, not just sort of making deals that are pitches. So maybe you can tell me about how you got into this in the first place. So it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, the, I love funny stories. Go ahead. <laughs> the affiliate program wasn't on the performance marketing team. It was actually more of, let's say, the PR influencer side of things. Um, we decided mm -hmm. to change it up a little bit because affiliate marketing is performance-based, that we transitioned it over to the performance team. I was a little excited, but also kind of nervous since it's a little different than just running digital channels, but also still very excited. Um so I kind of affiliate marketing just was put on my plate, but 
I think I've learned to love it and learned to find different things that make it a little bit different from mobile or digital. Um, and it's just, I guess, very different. I think I like it also because during that time, we also revamped our affiliate program. So it's also my little baby since we kind of started from scratch. So I think that's another reason why I sort of enjoy the affiliate marketplace because it is almost my little baby. As And as you said, I mean, it's, 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 it's also not nice. I mean, it's your, your baby because you're going to nurture it. But, you know, mm -hmm. we know this from online, but I think that there's something different going on in mobile. I mean, I'm not a mobile marketer, I'm a mobile analyst, so I can just have the feeling for this. But it just seems to me that, you know, it's the evolution of going from influencer marketing that we got very, very excited about in mobile to begin with, right? Because we had our sort of like our YouTubers and we had that. But now we're taking a step back and I think we're revamping this for mobile. At least that's the feeling I'm getting, that it's going to be something we're going to be talking about a lot. Do you get the same feeling or is it just me being super optimistic and interested? No, not at all. I think it's the same feeling. Um, we're in a generation right now that people are looking for influencers, affiliates, content, blogs to kind of drive their purchase behaviors. So I think it's also that similar uptick is going to help us as mobile advertisers. So yeah, I think you're exactly on the right track with that. And so what's the difference? Because we, we got, I mean, I went to a lot of conferences where people got a little bit burned in the early days with the, you know, influencer marketing. It was really hard to track. Mm -hmm. Affiliate marketing feels more concrete. It feels more um, more solid in a way, because you're not sort of like betting on a YouTuber that can come and go like a mayfly, unless I'm seeing it differently. But it feels like it has more to it and therefore could be more measurable. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everything that we do on our affiliate partnership is 100% measurable. Um, for all of our MMP partners, we can tell exactly what you can in any of the digital channels, assuming you're tracking in the right parameters. But it is 100% performance-based, and that's how we also pay all of our affiliates as well. So we're going to deep dive into some of the questions, which is why I'm excited about this. I mean, you've even rich, written a blog about this, you know, like how to pick the partner, how to measure some tips and tricks. So I don't want to preempt that entirely, but I do want to have a feeling for if someone's listening in saying, okay, what kind of mindset do I need for this? How excited should I be? You know, um, it's not too hard to get started in affiliate marketing in any case. I mean, what would you say to someone who's maybe on the fence or just listening in saying, yeah, I haven't thought about that one in mobile marketing. I thought that was the realm of online. What would your message to them be? Yeah, I would say it's something that is very inexpensive to start off with because mm -hmm. one, you can pay off a CPA. So it's kind of a low risk. Um, another thing is you still have to be that data-driven mindset. You still have to use general best practices when it comes to choosing the right partners, what you're gonna pay off of, and just analyzing the data overall. Um, one other portion of maybe why I like affiliate marketplace, affiliate programs in general is just because um, there is a little bit of, I wanna say a sales factor, but you also have to be able to prove the value as you as an advertiser to that affiliate. Um, so there is just a lot of general legwork to get started off the board just because you have to be able to communicate that to a variety of different affiliates of how you are going to be able to help them um, make money as well. Um, so I would, I would say those are the few things that it's a low risk just because you pay off a CPA, but also it does bring great quality. Um, at my current position, we focused on a lot of the content driven um, affiliate partnerships. And so that also just creates a lot of good, valuable um, 
users coming in from our affiliate partnerships as well. So I mean, you've had experience at Ibotta, which is certainly, you know, the type of company where this plays a role because it's about, you know, using content, using um, affiliate marketing, using influencers to help me understand, you know, what's available, what's good for me, what are the offers and packages. Is this something that translates to a number of different categories of apps or is it really, you know, very, very retail focused currently? Um, that's a good question. I would say, um, that's a good question. I think a lot of it is very retail focused just because a lot of influencers and affiliates are going to help with that purchase behavior. Um, even myself, when I'm looking for whether it's new clothes or new this or new that, I do look at some affiliates and um, influencers to help influence those decisions. Um, so that's a great question. Obviously, my experience has just been more in the retail space, but I think it'd also be just super interesting to see how it works with other industries. I can see it also working and maybe the finance, the banking um, avenues as well. Um, so maybe not just retail. Um, yeah. But it'd be interesting to see what that I'm, looks like. For other yeah, I'm thinking that it, it, you know, because content plays such a role now in marketing, it sort of just makes sense in a way that, you know, to understand from other people, even in travel or other verticals, you know, you could just see that, I mean, at some level, it's also because we're looking at the reviews mm -hmm. and the reviews are one thing, but we also know that sort of like they can be, shall I say, manufactured off the record. I'm seeing a lot about review problems and, you know, and trust in reviews. And maybe our trust is higher in yeah. affiliate marketers. Do you have that feeling? Yeah, I think so. And especially when it comes to maybe bigger purchases, um, like you said, mentioned travel, um, mm -hmm. hotels, just anything where you are going to be paying a little extra money. Um, a lot of that a lot of affiliates give that additional credibility towards your product, um, which helps out tremendously. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be asking you some questions um, later on in the show, of course, but just to start out, you know, I think that people are getting excited about this. I know I am. I know I'm going to look into it, but, you know, if you're just starting out, other than going to the affiliate marketing conferences that I used to go to when it was online and just think, oh, this is a very different world. Um, what would you say is sort of like the good first start to dip your toe into affiliate marketing if you haven't already? Yeah, um, I guess a few things. Understand your CPA and what makes sense for your payout to be. Second thing is you obviously have to find great affiliates that are going to create, have you know, great value for you, great quality, but also are going to be able to scale. Um, so when it comes to just finding new partnerships, there's a lot of different routes you can take. You can go ahead and join any kind of um, affiliate networks, whether it's, let's say, an Impact Radius, Commission Junction, or a few that help, whether it's scaling and tracking as well, helps with reporting, helps with just mm -hmm. keeping yourself organized. Um, another thing that's helped us as well is just creating a best practices to communicate to a lot of your new affiliates. Sometimes when they join, maybe they aren't sure how to present the value, what to say. So a lot of good examples also help. Um, you, we can have affiliates join the program every day, you know, but if they're not posting content, then, you know, it's kind of no value to either partnership. Um, so helping facilitate that and giving them best practices, communicating, you know, I would say weekly, if you don't have time to do weekly, create communicating more often or bi-weekly, mon monthly, because um, really it's going to be making sure that the partners that you are working with are also going to be promoting um, your, your, um, yourself as well. I'm just curious before we go to break, you know, 
do you need a lot of people to manage this or have you been doing this yourself, Erica? I mean, is this a team effort or can you say, I'll put one person in charge of affiliate marketing and that'll be enough? Yeah, I think you just put one person in charge. You just have to make sure you have all the systems in place, kind of going back to tracking, communication, and then also exploring and finding new partners. Um, sometimes it does take a little bit of work um, to go ahead, especially if you get to a point where you have volume, but then you aren't able to get over the hump and kind of scaling significantly. So I think one person, but as long as you have the processes in place to automate as much as you can um, is what you need to do um, if you just do have one person. Well, this is fascinating. And you have written a blog, Seven Ways to Scale Your Affiliate Program, which we are going to go through, not maybe all seven ways, Erica, but quite a few. So listeners, lots of reasons to stay where you are, and we'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for webmasterradio.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, and our guest today, Erica Carter, accomplished mobile marketer, mobile hero, and also a long track record working at companies, including Ibotta. And um, we were talking before the break about affiliate marketing just at a high level. 
I understand you're excited about and passionate. I can see why, because I can see it coming. The more we move to native advertising, content marketing, all of that, you need something more powerful to get the message across. But if you're starting in this or thinking about advice that you're offering, one is to understand your goals. And you mentioned that earlier, you know, just know your goals. But is there a, a shorthand here, a little bit of a, a tip to figure out what goal you need to be aiming for? Is it like saying, I'm going to pay this much and not more? Or what is it? Yeah, um, I think it comes to whatever your main KPI is. Um, mm -hmm. So at Ibotta, obviously, we want to make sure that individuals are purchasing within the app. So uh, most of the time, we try to work with a CPA of that purchase event. Um, so I would make sure that obviously you're working through that main KPI, that KPI that's going to make your make you guys money. Um, in addition, when we start, when we started with our affiliate program, we did start off on the lower side, just because I think personally, it's a lot easier to increase the CPA as opposed to going back and telling affiliates that, oh, we actually have the decrease CPA. Plus, mm -hmm. it just gives that extra um, security just in case, you know, whether it's like month two retention, just overall quality um, down, you know, further down the funnel isn't ideal. Um, so I think those are a few um, just general high level points. So you said quality. And of course, that's a big one, recruiting the right affiliates, the ones who have the quality, the ones who, who feel like there's, you know, that it's very solid and it's not feeling sort of like, you know, hard sell or just, mm -hmm. just that, that feeling, you know, that, that used car salesman feeling is what I call it. You know, you want to keep clear of them, but it's not always an, an you know, ex extremely obvious upfront. Are there any signs of um, good or not so good matches that you can share some red and green flags that you've had, even your experience in this? I think a lot of it just comes down to just looking at their blog, make sure that it's a neat, organized website. We've definitely come across individuals that have applied to our program and maybe just the visual aspect isn't ideal or isn't as professional. Um, another thing to look at is just take a look at a lot of their, their social media accounts, see how many followers they have on Facebook, whether it's Instagram, their general volume of followers there, Twitter, et cetera. You can get a general sense of potentially how much reach they could have as well. Um, so those are a few good things to kind of take a look at when looking at affiliates is just understanding that layout and website in general does play huge value um, for both of you guys. So making sure that it's a professional website, I think helps as well. And is this something you want to do on your own as a mobile marketer? Or you also mentioned some companies will help you. I mean, a little bit, it's like an influencer marketing. You know, the question was, do you do this on your own? Do you go through an agency that jacks up the price? How do you do this in the most effective way? I guess, how did you do it in Ibotta? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we use a uh, affiliate network. Um, there's a ton of different, I kind of mentioned a few mm -hmm. CJ Inspect Radius, but it's a place for advertisers and publishers to meet and kind of find each other. So we've definitely found a lot of good partnerships that way. Um, a few different ways you can find is just set up Google alerts. We've done this with some of our just ma main competitors or just other um, companies in the industry that do affiliate marketing really well. Um, to kind of see where the overlap is and who, what publishers or content sites we can reach out to to also promote I Ibotta as well. Mm -hmm. um, use, you know, use the SERPs. Type in just general keyword search to see kind of what pops up. Um, same thing, whether it's some main competitors or just other advertisers that are doing it really well. 
um, to see where in addition, can you find other partners to work with? Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering, is there, you know, well, let's put it this way. There was a time in influencer marketing in the very early days where it was like, just like, you know, okay, the way you're going to tell this is a clout score. That's really going to date me right now, but uh, <laughs> I'll leave that out there as a thought. You know, there was a way to sort of like, there wasn't actually a universal way to figure this out, but there were some standards because it's one to say, okay, this person's coming up in my, in my Google alert, or this person is a blog and I'm looking at the Facebook numbers, et cetera. But is there something that you use to sort of measure reach universally or is this something that every marketer needs to decide for themselves yeah there's definitely some other third-party platforms that can help with that um at my company so um i'd have to double check the names okay um yeah i don't remember them off the top of my hand but there's definitely a few out there that will help out with that um i think personally we have the team in place to kind of find some different partnerships. So we've chosen not to utilize those. Um, but a lot of it, to be honest, is sometimes very manual where you actually have to look at the website, make sure it looks good, double check the followers. So there is some manual process in place um, when it comes to affiliate marketing, especially when you know you could recruit a publisher and then ultimately they may or may not actually promote your product. Um, but it, it is a little bit of you know, recruiting kind of goes back to feeling like you're in sales a little bit um, because you're going to communicate, reach out, make sure that you're portraying the value of the partnership as well. Communication, great topic, because not only does it have to be absolutely crystal clear that there's a match with your product and you've got the right person with the right reach and, and the right the right attitude, really. But um, then there's another type of communication, which is like how often you connect with them, how often you need to make certain that you're consistent around questions around brand or you know new product launches, or maybe there's something that you want to promote and you want them to promote it for you, you know, some sort of limited offer or something like that. So I guess the question is, what is the best way to communicate and what's the best cadence for really good results? What would you recommend? Um, so we've seen the weekly works really well. Um, we sent out the per weekly newsletter. Um, so our affiliates are expecting it. We've seen where we, whenever we don't um, send out a weekly that it does affect volume. Um, so I would definitely say weekly um, is ideal. If you can't do it weekly, kind of going back to bi-weekly or monthly um, would work, but we pretty much just have a standard template that we use giving sending out whether it's a new product launch or just new products that um, have the best deals um, and send those out to our partners. Just making sure that we're on top of mind um, for a lot of our partners. And what about that really tricky question of brand? You know, cause that is something that needs to be really consistent. That's why we have, you know, chief brand officers. It's a really big deal. And you also have this very interesting tension that I'm watching in the industry, which is exciting because when there's a tension or a friction, there's also like a little bit of new thinking and, and innovation. You know, when you think about performance marketers and brand marketers, they've got two different things they're, they're focused on, you know, obviously performance is for both of them very important, but you'll get one who's like, you know, very focused on performance and the other one's like brand, this is not working with my brand. Is there that type of, of um, discussion here? Do you feel like you have to bridge in addition to you being a performance marketer, dealing with the affiliate marketer? Um, how does brand come into that? Is it, is, it, is it ultimately, you know, you check with them, they give you guidelines. How do you make certain that everyone is happy and everyone's on the same page? Yeah, um, so a few different things we have done on our side. Um, 
So in terms of making sure that our partners are showcasing just our brand in general in the right way, we do have a brand book that we send them. We do on occasion just double check our um, affiliates blogs and content to make sure that they're portraying Ibotta in the best light. Um, all our affiliates kind of going back to, I guess, brand versus performance. Um, like I mentioned before, it's all on a CPA basics where it is very direct response. Any partner that chooses not to run with our affiliate business, our partnership, there is an opportunity to do influencer marketing with us. So there are different options to see what kind of makes sense for them and us as well. Um, so there's a few different routes you can take on that portion. Um, and then also for any smaller, you know, whether it's blog content sites, um, we also have a third option, which we have a friend referral program where if someone wants to also promote, you know, uh, Ibotta in general, then they could hypothetically use our referral program if it's really small volume. So I'm not sure if that answered your question, but um, no, those it are- helps, helps a lot. Yeah, came on the top Ab of Absolutely. Um I was going to just touch upon the other question. Um, you know, everybody wants to sort of understand what kind of what kind of sums of money are we talking about here? You might want, not want to go into that kind of detail, but is there sort of a, um, a a way to approach this that you're incentivizing your affiliates, but you're also that everyone is sort of reasonably compensated, and you are also feeling that you're allocating your spend properly? Is there like a range at least if you can't give me specific numbers? A range? I mean, it kind of just depends on the advertiser, how many partners that you're working with. So I don't know if I could give a range. Um, I think there's a lot, too many factors involved um, for me to, you know, give a range. But you would maybe say that, you know, new, new affiliates um, maybe incentivize them differently than maybe someone who's you know, mm -hmm. up and running. I mean, would you say that you have to sort of segment how you work together with your affiliates? For sure. So whenever we start with new affiliates, we have a pretty low CPA just because um, less risky. Um, and then once they are able to show overall, you know, good quality, then we do occasionally reach out to see, hey, if we offered this increase in CPA, how much additional volume? And then honestly, vice versa. If we have a partner that isn't showing as great quality, then we might reduce the CPA. So it all comes back to just overall best practice for digital marketing. Um, great quality, you can pay a little more. Lower quality, you can pay a little less. Um, we've also done a variety of different things where we have a bonus program run month where that's all segmented as well. When you um, are able to Let's say we have a partner that hasn't posted in a while on the use of great quality and all of a sudden quality or volume just is slowly dwindling. Maybe reach out to see if there's any increase, whether it's an increase in CPA or just a, you know, a bonus in general, if they are able to reach a certain volume the following month. So I think there's a lot of incentives you could do um, either way, whether it's a partner that has great quality, a partner that has so-so quality, a partner that has lower quality, is a segmenting that CPA based off of overall performance. So a lot of flexibility there. And we do have to go to break right now, Erica, but I'm excited to hear about creatives and affiliates. So again, listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. 
Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Miami may be the sun and fun capital of the world, but it's also home to the largest literary festival in the U.S. Don't miss the Miami Book Fair a week-long festival featuring more than 600 authors from all over the world with readings, signings, and panels capped off by a three-day street fair. Find books in English, Spanish, and Creole for every interest and every age, from biographies and novels to poetry and comics. This year, come meet poets Richard Blanco, Reginald Dwayne Betts, and Joy Harjo, award-winning novelists T.C. Boyle, Susan Choi, Edwidge Denticott, Taya Obrecht, Julie Oranger, Leonard Pitts, and Karen Russell, plus authors exploring issues of the day such as Eve Ensler, Alex Kutlowitz, Danny Shapiro, Daryl Pickney, Ambassador Samantha Power, George Wilt, and hundreds more. Take the little ones to Children's Alley for hands-on activities, characters, and storytelling. Enjoy music, food, and fun for the whole family right on the downtown Miami-Dade College campus, November 17th to the 24th. For details, schedules, and tickets, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hey, and we are back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz. We have today Erica Carter, mobile marketer, mobile hero with a long track record, including Ibotta. And we've been talking about affiliate marketing, which is the first time in five years of doing this podcast, Erica, that I've ever touched upon this topic. So I'm excited because I think that we're at the beginning of something probably that's going to be huge, you know? Yeah, super exciting. <laughs> so do you feel a little bit like a, like a pioneer on, uh, you know, or something on, on the edge here? I mean, is there something about your experience in mobile marketing? We talked about how you got interested in, in affiliate marketing in the first place, but, you know, something that tells you this is where we might be innovating or looking to make this work better as as an industry maybe some low-hanging fruit here perhaps yeah for sure i think it kind of goes back to how a lot of people in general um especially you know the new generation is looking at what to do where to buy stuff how to travel um just any habit in general is influenced by social um whether it's influencers blogs, content websites, but they are looking for certain individuals to tell them, you know, what to purchase next, uh, where to travel to. So I definitely think that we are um, on, you know, at the ground of where affiliate marketing um, can can take itself. Um, so yes, absolutely. 
And of course, we have the mobile channel, which makes this, you know, automatically, you know, more personal, more relevant. And relevancy is also really important here for the creatives, you know, impressions count literally first impressions will count here it was important in online but it's like super critical in mobile and apps so what are your thoughts around you know just making certain that your creatives are fresh and refreshed and you know consistently relevant consistently a good fit with the app and the campaign what are some top tips you could provide yeah, so a few things. Um, we use very similar creative that we use in any of our digital campaigns so that they are putting, you know, all our affiliate partnerships are putting the right creative out there, whether it's making sure there's a CTA, making sure that you're putting the correct value proposition. Um, so I think that's one thing that's very important. In addition is just being able to refresh your creative, making sure that let's say your app has an update. Ideally, I'm sending all that new creative to our partnerships as well so that um, whether it's a new UI screen, new colors, whatnot, I think that's also very important. But also it comes down to making sure that creative, that you're still utilizing um, the best creative um, for any and all affiliate partnerships as well. Should they all be completely similar or do you do sort of some different for different types of influences or different types of outlets? I guess the question is, you know, the same as in A-B testing with creatives overall in campaigns, you want to get to that golden middle where you're not like overdoing it because then you'll become very confused. Is there like a, a nice golden middle with the number of creatives you should have, you know, in uh, action at any one time or how often you should be refreshing them? That's a great question. I would say if you can refresh your creative monthly, it just also gives that extra leverage of when you're communicating to affiliates, like, hey, we have this awesome new creative that you guys can utilize. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? Then they're going to create more content for you and ultimately provide, you know, better or more volume. So I would say at least monthly to try to send out new creative. Um, we do send out any variation of sizes, um, whether it's um, video, we have, you know, native sizes, we have typical banner sizes, we do have a variety of creative that our partners can use, even, you know, seasonal creative, um, our new product announcement creative. So we do have a very different options. Um, we try to communicate to partners kind of the top ones are the best ones to use. Um, but it's kind of up to that partner to see what makes sense for them. Um, and what kind of content that they are creating. And once a month makes sense. I mean, because you don't want to overdo it. I mean, some of these people are just themselves in business. And if it's overkill, it'll be like, uh, you know, I'm I'm up uploading and updating so much, I can't really get to my blogging. So it does make sense on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. I mean, we agree that this is going to be big because it makes perfect sense. You know, we're talking so much about native. We're talking so much about content marketing. Um, I'm talking to different app marketers here, you know, who are thinking about, well, how do we create content and blogs and interesting stuff to make our app more interesting? So I do see the fit. I see it as a mobile mega trend potentially in mobile marketing. Um, how do you see that? Or what are the other big trends on the horizon? I mean, you are a mobile marketer. This is what you do. Um, maybe there's something else that you're almost equally excited about. Yeah, I would say just overall attribution, especially when it comes to general, mm -hmm. um, like let's say people-based attribution, so that you can actually follow a user's journey throughout, not just of course mobile, but when they're on their desktop as well. I think every mobile marketer would love to for you know 
us to kind of nail that down um, so that we're effectively able to measure just overall performance in general. So I would be, I would say that's probably one of the ones I'm excited about and hopefully that's something that we can hopefully get closer and closer to um, as mobile marketers. Well, something I'd like to explore because, you know, attribution is, is evolving. It's not just about saying, okay, this is the right source and this is the value for that source, but you're able to do a lot more with it. I mean, could you just end on a little bit of like why attribution is like such a big deal for you? What do you see on the horizon, how it might evolve or how it might uh, be a topic that we have you come back and talk about? Who knows? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think, I mean, a lot of or advertisers right now just use last click attribution. Honestly, not sure if that's even the right way, but when it comes to overall understanding the user journey of where to ultimately attribute, you know, the value for each source that they come across before they end up making the purchase, I think we're going to be able to have more effective campaigns. Um, and as mobile marketers, performance mobile marketers, mobile marketers, that's ideal, spend less for more quality. So it'd be great if we're able to figure out that portion. So we are analyzing overall performance of our channels, you know, kind of full user journey. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the journey, that's exactly what you are on. You're going to embark on another chapter of your career, going to go to another company, maybe come back again also soon to talk about that. But in the meantime, how can our listeners stay in touch with you, Erica? They might say, hey, you know, just like myself, we've never heard about affiliate marketing on mobile presence. Time to change that. We want more of it. Who knows? How would they stay in touch with you? Maybe even check out other blogs or other things you're sharing. Yeah, for sure. I would say um, best place is LinkedIn, Erica Carter, um, currently under Ibotta, but going to be transitioning to a new company soon by Erica Carter. Um, and hopefully you'll be able to find me um, super easily. Okay. And we'll have those in the show notes, of course. And we'll have uh, more about you because you have a page and read uh, listeners, you can check it out, read up on it over at the Mobile Heroes series at heroes.liftoff.io. Erica has her own dedicated page over there. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor in Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at Mobile Groove. MobileGroove.com is where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And that, my friends, is a wrap of yet another episode of Mobile Presence. You can check out this and all early episodes of the show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.